0: Konichiwa, everybody. It's Rhino, and I am here at Epcot in the Japan Pavilion today because... We're doing a Disney dining review here, and joining me are Craig Williams, Erica Resnick, and we are going into the brand new Shikisai restaurant. Yeah, I had to write it down so I could see it, because I can't say it unless I see it. And I don't even think I said it right. But anyway, this and everything that we do here is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts are helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation when you book with them. It costs you nothing extra on your trip, and you help support the channel and all the content that we produce here. So check them out, dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. I'm going to apologize at the top of this video for the pronunciation of any words that we say we're doing our best we're asking our phones we're asking everybody how to pronounce the words i just don't have the linguistic skills to do it appropriately i mean no offense but uh now that i've kind of got that out of the way why don't we dive in and see what this place is all about quite a bit from whence we last saw each other just moments ago. But um, we are here inside of the inside of Shikisai now. Um, we talked to the server and the hostess who both kind of filled us in on the story of the restaurant without even us asking. So um, we've learned that Shikisai actually means Festival of the Four Season. And it's an izakaya. Uh, traditional type of restaurant, which is like a gastropub where friends and family come together to share the joy of one another's company, as well as a variety of dishes. Yes, I'm reading from a script here in the menu. Um, for an authentic izakaya experience, select an assortment of deli- delicacies, all crafted with the finest ingredients, reflecting the flavors of each season. Um, our server let us know that as we, um, whatever we ordered, whether it be um, appetizers from the uh, From the grill, we've got rice and noodle, Donburi, sushi assortments, whatever we ordered. Um, The thing with Itzakaya is that it comes out as it's ready, so it'll just be kind of brought to the table. You're not waiting for, like, the traditional courses one by one. So uh, this is quite an interesting uh, menu
1: with a lot of variety on here, so we're going to dive in and take a look at some of this. This is very awkward, but... Unfortunately, yesterday while we were sitting at our table, uh, the microphone (laughs) was not turned on when I spent nearly seven minutes explaining this entire menu. So Rhino and I decided to come back here to Epcot today so we could go over the menu just to be as thorough as possible with it. And uh, it's a big menu. It's a little bit daunting at first when you look at it because uh, there are pages... And pages and pages and pages. And upon first inspection, it looks like they're trying to rival the Cheesecake Factory in terms of the menu size. But uh, you know what? It's all important. So let's go through it here. It starts uh, off on the main page explaining the restaurant as well as explaining the current summer festival that we're in. But we'll talk more about that at the end of the meal. And again, I know this because, uh, we already did it yesterday, so uh, we'll we'll go over that later. But moving on to the first page of the menu, it starts with some of the rolls that you can get here at the restaurant. You know, uh, you got stuff like a dragon roll, the Tokyo Negi roll, uh, uh, the Golden Philadelphia roll, the spicy crunch roll. I'm really struggling to read upside down, so this was a terrible decision. Uh, We're going to make the best of it anyways. Uh, From there, we move on to chef specialties. And this includes the giant $300 sushi boat that we ultimately will not be getting during this meal. Uh, But we do get the bridge, which is also a bunch of sushi for $100. Then you have two other sushi platters on this page as part of the chef specials. Uh, Moving on to the starters. I mean, you have a bunch of stuff on here. You have miso soup. You have the karage chicken, you have Japanese potato salad, and I promise we are just trashy enough that we would order it, but ultimately <laughs> we don't order this one. Uh, we, we decided against it. However, I do want to come back here and get it because I need to know what $8 potato salad tastes like. It's got to be the best in the world. Uh, what else do we have on here? Fish tempura, rock shrimp tempura. We've got clams, just a a whole lot to choose from. Edamame, which we didn't, we slept on the edamame. I saw it being delivered to a table. It looked fantastic. Moving over to the classics, uh, I wish we had money for the steak, but unfortunately, we just don't. So uh, we weren't on the $120 budget. Honestly, though, you know, we did spend $100 on sushi, but I felt like that went a lot further than four ounces of A5. But... There are other options. If you still want to get that uh, that lagu gyoza, I said that very weirdly because Rhino is totally in my head about how to pronounce everything, and I didn't sleep last night because of it, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> there's that as an option. We've got eggplant. We've got vegetable tempura, which I feel like this is still kind of like... You know, this is all part of the appetizer portion. Just the classics is where you're going in with the steak and maybe this chicken dish. Uh, you've got tuna down there, seared tuna. You've got this tomato that they have somehow skinned. I'm not sure how you skin a tomato. I guess you just do it very delicately. You blanch it. You blanch. So, Rhino's saying you blanch it and the skin will just fall off. That makes sense. Um, personally, I'm more of a uh, Dorothy than anyone else. That's a Golden Girls joke, a, and Rhino, correctly, gay-trapped me on that one. <laughs> uh, from the grill, we have an assortment of skewers. We have Japanese pancakes. We have beef yaki udon. We have a beef omelet down there, which um, well, I mean, maybe I'll think about a beef omelet. Spoiler alert, I don't. Uh, we have the kids' menu here, so you have a little sushi set. You have a kids' bento box. Very, very cute. Uh, over here on the rice and noodles, uh, we have even more udon happening. We've got some rice bowls. I mean, I'm just literally repeating what this is. It's the rice and noodles section. Uh, but it's there and available. And I don't know how to pronounce 90% of it, especially when I'm reading it from upside down. Awkwardly enough, uh, the desserts are just plopped here right in the middle of this page. Uh, Whoever did the graphic design for this was just all over the place, but you have an ice cream parfait, a soft-serve ice cream, which I believe they said the flavors were vanilla and matcha, if I can remember correctly. Uh, yeah, mango mousse cake and yuzu cheesecake. You too? Yuzu. Boom. Um, nailed it. Uh, then, moving on, we have the sushi and sashimi page, and this just shows off more of the different combinations of rolls that you can get. This Matsu one, that looks... Uh, that looks good. Maybe we should have got that one. Nah, I'm, I'm happy with our bridge choice. Uh, you'll find that out later. Uh, but then, of course, you can see all of the nigiri choices that you could have here. I did not look at this at all, and I wish I would have saw right down there at the bottom the uni, which is, of course, sea urchin. It is delicious. Uh, I probably would have never tried it, except one day Corey Martin made me have it, and... Uh, I was not disappointed with it. And it's a shame he's not here with us at this meal since he technically is our sushi expert here at the Diz. Uh, Of course, more rolls that you have over here, more of the classic rolls, I would say, with like the spicy tuna roll, the shrimp tempura roll. You know, it's just these are more basic rolls, in my opinion. Uh, Up here, you have the Don Burry, uh, which you have rice bowls here. This spicy tuna, Don, just looks fantastic. All of that spicy tuna layered on top of rice. How good. And then eel. Eel on rice. Eel. Spoiler alert for this meal. There's a lot of eel involved. And as soon as I started talking to my dining compatriots about... The eels, which actually are, what, what are they? And are they urchins or eels? And what are what are then uh, the Little Mermaid? They're eels. Yeah, are they they're eels? Electric they're eels. electric eels. Yeah. Once I started talking about that, they kind of got grossed out. So, it happens. Uh, anyways, next on the menu we have signature sake, served either by the three ounce glass or in eight ounce carafes. And if you can't make a decision with that maybe the sake flight at the bottom would be more your speed, where you can get uh, some different varieties of sake all together in the flight portion. You have canned sake, and the one that jumped out to me first was this perfect snow, because I'm like, do they take snow from the mountains of Japan and put it inside a can and serve it with sake? I don't know. I doubt that's what it is, but in my heart, I will always believe it. Uh, here, over on the next side, you have the uh, shochu, which is, uh, its I believe, weird, weird drinks. Like, this one is a sweet potato shochu. And I just don't have enough experience with it. But I do have experiences with putting popsicles in drinks. And, honestly, of all the places I've ever put a popsicle, inside a drink has to be in second place. Number one would be in my mouth, of course, because... That's where you normally put a Popsicle. Uh, Then we have uh, Japanese craft spirits up here. You've got your Japanese whiskeys, gin, vodka. Uh, Very, very interesting. Uh, You have beer selections. Kirin, Kirin, Sapporo. And then it says local craft draft beer. And I can see from the makeshift bar that's right behind Rhino right now. It is definitely Crooked Can. I'm just not sure what the variety is of it. Uh, so maybe we'll we'll check that out here in a second. Uh, then we have for wines, uh, we have a nice selection here. Pinot Grigios. Uh, all the wines seem to be from California, Italy, New Zealand, New Zealand, Oregon. So there you go. But for wine lovers, maybe you want that. And then... Rounding things out, we have the specialty cocktails, Violet Sake, Mount Fuji, Tokyo Sunset, uh, Sake Sangria, you have uh, Summer's End, the Toki Highball, and then non-alcoholic specialties, Violet Yuzu Lemonade, Okinawa Wave, and I am struggling to read everything else upside down, so that is it for our look at the menu and what i describe as a section of watch craig struggle to read everything from upside down he didn't do a good job at it but i promise you we will do slightly better for the rest of this meal it is a crooked can green tea rice lager now let's go eat For my starter, I went with the
0: Karage Chicken for $12. That's a Japanese-style fried chicken flavored with garlic and ginger served with lemon. Um, This came with a good amount of chicken, enough that we each got a couple of pieces out of it, um, and it was, like, perfectly cooked. It was one of those where, like, the... Um, the like fried chicken, like the crust of it wasn't too thick and every piece of chicken was like perfect. It was like the right temperature. It's so good. This is an item that I'll always order whenever it's on any menu. so I'm super happy. Um, super happy with it here and I know that everybody at the table really enjoyed it. so I think we'd all recommend that one for sure.
2: I started with the Agadashi tofu. It is $14. It is deep fried tofu with uh, some mushrooms and a flavored broth. And you know what? It was all right. The the broth definitely is where all the flavor um, hides in this. And I kind of wish that the tofu was just a little bit crispier because the inside was just a little like too mushy for my type of tofu. But I did think it was a good way to start. Not sure I would like get this again, but it's nice to know that there is an option um, like this because a lot of the other stuff has beef in it um, or like salmon so if you're looking for something that doesn't have any meat that's part of like the classics and starters this is a really good option to have um something which is missing from it and i think it's because i wish like it has a little kick to it and i wish it was just a little bit spicier but that's fine uh, but overall i think it, i think it was okay would i get it again i'm not sure unless i was in the mood for tofu but it was a good option to have on the menu
1: I started my meal with the grilled wagyu gyoza for $20, three pieces pan-fried dumplings filled with smoky A5 Japanese beef and oh it was filled with beef Those dumplings, they were a little crisp on the outside, but then it made way for that great hamburger texture on the inside. It was savory. It had a slight hint of sweetness to it. It was much more affordable than the $120 four-ounce steak that's available. I would get this again, and uh, it satisfied me. It made me ready to eat the massive amount of food that was yet to come with this meal.
0: I also ordered an item from the rice and noodles section, and I went with the Ishiyaki sukiyaki rice, which is $28, that is grilled strips of beef in a hot stone bowl, cooked table side, along with spinach and rice and sweet, in a sweet garlic sauce. Excuse me. Um, I love uh, – anytime anything is served in a stone bowl, table side, I always go for it. Um, uh, so I definitely, like, I had to do this. Um, it was Okay. I thought um, it, like the rice was good, the beef was there. It just it, it didn't really have a lot going on for it. Um, we we shared this one too. It was very nice. They gave us like little bowls with wooden spoons. It was it, that was cool. Um, but it, it felt a little, just a little, like the, a little plain for me. Um, not that I didn't like it. I wouldn't say it would be a bad choice. It was just in a menu full of so many exciting things. I feel like I picked something and it ended up. Um, coming out just a little safe. Uh, so I, I, I'm not saying I don't recommend it. I'm just saying that uh, I think maybe if you're an
1: adventurous person, maybe look look elsewhere. It's about time that I tell you everything that we had on our bridge full of sushi, and I just need to let you know that this description of the sushi is brought to you by the Toki Highball Cocktail. It's a little bit bitter, it's a little refreshing with that hint of soda. It is $18. Are you serious? This was $18? Are you kidding? Toki Highball, $18. Suntory Toki Whiskey, Soda, Yuzu Juice. Yep, that's, that's expensive. Uh, I'd get it again. Uh, anyways, the bridge. What all was on there? We have, it had six tuna rolls. It had three pieces of tuna, three pieces of yellowtail, it had three pieces of salmon. It had six cucumber rolls. It had two scallop sashimis, two octopus sashimis, two salmon sashimi, two tuna sashimi, two shrimp sashimi, <laughs> and one very long piece of eel served sashimi with some cucumbers and other accoutrements on there. And uh, wow, a lot! And you know what? I do feel like you got a hundred dollars worth of fish on here I know other people at the table are going to talk about some of their favorites with it, talk about some of the misses what I will say for myself um, I don't like a lot of uh, raw fish with rice. I want to taste the fish, so I don't add spicy mayo or anything to it. I just want to know if it's quality there. And uh, the salmon was literally melting in my mouth. It was so good. Uh, The tuna was just, it was super high quality, really flavorful. The yellowtail, uh, just again, they, they knocked it out of the park with the pieces of fish that they placed on our, uh, on our little bridge, uh, in terms of the octopus, yeah, it's, it's a little chewy, but I still love octopus. I, I usually like it grilled, though. Uh, the eel, by the time we got to the bridge, I was kind of eeled out. I'll talk about that in a little bit, uh, but I could only have a small little bit of the eel, but... Man, they they know how to serve eel here. It's like, you know, it, the eel, it kind of like has a chicken taste to it, but at the same time, it's like a very flaky fish, like a, a tilapia that was cooked so long that it's just flaking apart. But, I mean, it's a terrible description of it. But I, uh, you know, I, I ate way too much. Um, I wish I wouldn't have ate the tuna rolls and the cucumber rolls because ultimately those almost felt like, I almost felt like palate cleansers between the other fish. Uh, but, yeah, I definitely, definitely would order this, again, for myself. And I probably wouldn't share it with anyone else. I'd be full. There's a lot of rice on here. But, yeah, I dug it. So, speaking um, about the Hashi Bridge, which, again,
0: um, just to reiterate, it's, it says serves two to four people. Uh, I am uh, somebody who one could describe as a big boy. And this big boy eats sushi when he sits down, probably the serving size of, like, at least two people. So, I love sushi. Um, I will literally eat it till I feel like I can't move. I'm just one of those people. Um, And this was my first experience, actually, getting, like, a big, like, one of these, like, the boats, the bridge, the whatever, however it's served, but the the large collection of stuff. Um, And, you know, the ingredients on it were all... We're all very fresh uh, and everything. But for me, it, it's it's like not overly, it wasn't overly exciting. It just felt like a, like I'm not somebody who goes and just orders like a spicy tuna roll usually. Like I'm somebody who I like to kind of um, get into a little bit more of the unique rolls. I'm also, I, I know Craig tried to make fun of me, but I won't order a roll that has cream cheese in it usually. I'm not one of those people and it's okay if you are, I'm not judging you. But, um, you know, Guilty as charged. I love a good volcano roll. Um, You know, usually if there's a, you know, just the kind that you find at any, like, sushi restaurant that they slap a fancy name on the roll and add a million ingredients in it sometimes. I like those sort of things. But this was nice, too, because it was... um, Everything, like we said, was very fresh. So it was was light. It was enjoyable. It was nice to be able to take your time with it. Um, I really enjoyed the cut of tuna that was on here quite a bit. Um, I actually... Again, I know I just said it, but the tuna roll that was on here was pretty decent. I really enjoyed that. Um, the spicy tuna again was an upcharge, and I do feel like for like being a dollar extra, it was a wisp of uh, spicy mayo—not spicy tuna. I'm sorry, it was just like a wisp of spicy mayo. So I feel like I could have been like, could I have a little bit more? Because I'm a trash person. But uh, but it was all it was all very classy. Um, ours, I feel like, looked a little bit different than the photograph on the menu here. And, you know, I know that obviously changes based on, you know, what's available, I think, or what's what's there for the day. But, um, you know, so if you're eating this with four people, you got to think that's $25 each. Should I eat $25 worth of sushi off of this thing? Probably. And I would say that the fish was a decent quality of fish. And I tried in here things that I haven't had as sushi before, like um, what's the fish that I was saying? The New England it, I had the octopus um, Fine, whatever I Sometimes I go back and forth on the squid Like octopus, stuff like that Like Sometimes I really enjoy it Other times I'm like, why? Yeah. Um, and the scallop The scallop that was on here I feel like I'm so used to being Because of where I'm from in, in Massachusetts You know, scallops, whatever they, um, They're always like Bacon wrap scallops That's like a cookout staple And I know there's like cooked, fried, however you make them grill them, whatever you do to them. So I'm used to eating scallops, like, when they're cooked that specific way. So eating it, like, over rice in a shashimi style was um, like sucking on a human tongue, and not in the way I wanted it to be. So... That's that. Um, the shrimp, on the other hand, too, which was which was my first time having, like, a giant prawn, like, version of that on there, um, that was... The, I, I, honestly, I didn't hate that. Like... Craig made a comment about cocktail sauce, though, and all I could think about was, like, cocktail sauce would be real good on this, wouldn't it? I'm becoming my sister. My sister orders cocktail sauce with steak. Yeah, you heard me. I was embarrassed when it happened to
2: from the portion of the menu that's labeled from the girl, I got the vegetable okonomiyaki, which is $25. And it's a veggie filled Japanese pancake, essentially. And it's served with um, like savory sauces on the top. There is another option that is filled with bacon. So if you want to have something that's meat in it, you can get the other version, but that one is $28. And this I really enjoyed. Like I would come back for this in a heartbeat. I absolutely loved it. There were some mixed reviews at the table, but I really enjoyed it. I thought, like, the savoriness of it was just so good, and the topping has some ginger on it. And overall, like, I think the dish was very cohesive and very, very yummy. And I just, I loved it. It was my favorite thing that I had from something that wasn't sushi-based. And... It's like a pretty big serving. Like I wasn't expecting to get that much, but it was huge and um, it comes very nice and warm so be careful. the plate that is served in is very hot when you grab it. And I also want to touch on the sushi, some of the sushi that I liked from our little bridge. Um, I love uh, tuna rolls. So there was tuna rolls on here. Um, there was also some cucumber rolls that were really good. Um, I pretty much enjoyed everything except the scallops. There was a scallops situation, and I was not a fan of the texture. We did order spicy mayonnaise on the side, and that is an extra charge for a dollar if you want to have spicy mayonnaise. Um, but overall, I think the fish on the bridge that we got was all very fresh. Um, and of course, there was ginger and wasabi on there, and I think you get a good variety of sushi on here. So if you love sushi, that's a great thing to order if you're going to have a group between two to four people. Um... I really enjoyed that one. I thought that was a great option to have on the menu. But those were the things that I had. And I'll let someone else talk now.
1: Finally, for me, besides dessert... I ordered the unagi don off the donbury part of the menu, and this was $20. Grilled freshwater eels served over tamagoyaki on a bed of steamed rice drizzled with a savory sauce. I apologize to everyone out there who is fluent in Japanese. I mean, I apologize for all of this. I listened. I, I So the hard part with this review is you feel like in you no know words. You feel like... Wagyu has become such a word that is throughout our culture, (laughs) everywhere, and then you listen to a pronunciation 19 times on your phone so you don't sound like an idiot, and then somehow you still find a way to sound like an idiot. So, uh, apologies again, it's not a disrespect to the culture, it's apparently... I don't know how to take what goes in my ears and register it out through my mouth here. But for the Unagi Don, uh, a lot of eel, a nice portion of eel. And uh, I liked that this actually, um, you know, it felt like this had a sear on it. So it was, in my opinion, it was even more flavorful than what we had when it was on the uh, on the the bridge of sushi, and then you know served with the rice, the savory sauce added a lot of savoriness to it. Believe it or not, uh, I don't think I would actually get this again though, because I feel like I would probably um, I'd, br- I'd rather try try like the spicy tuna, or if I knew I was getting eel as part of the sushi platter, I would just have it for that. But uh, the picture in the menu sold me, and I went for it. I'm not disappointed, but. I also don't ever need to have this again. It's not going to be something I'm craving in the middle of the night. No, that's just Doritos. For dessert, I went with the
0: Yuzu Cheesecake, which is $10. It descri- it's described as a creamy delight with a hint of tangy citrus zest. I would say it's a little more than a hint because uh, it's a tiny, tiniest little cheesecake, which honestly is actually pretty good. It's because Sometimes you order a cheesecake and you get like that big, full slice, and I'm always like, ah. I, I can't eat this whole piece of cheesecake, so I liked I liked the size of it. I feel like it could have been just like slightly bigger, but um, yuzu is like uh, a very tart. Like you got to think like lemon, like that. That's your realm of flavor. But um, I'm a fan of yuzu. I was a fan of this. It was tart. It was it's nice. Honestly, on a hot day, it was pretty refreshing. So I enjoyed it. I'm happy. I'm happy with
1: my choice for that one. Wrapping up the meal portion for me, dessert. I had the mango mousse cake. It was mango mousse finished with a sweet mango glaze for $10. This was incredible. I am a mango fan. Like the other day, Rhino and I were at Universal, and it was really hot. I didn't drink enough water, so I went straight to Trader Joe's, and I bought a platter of mango. And I ate that on the car ride home because something about mango—it feels like it hydrates me. It just—it's—it's it's something about that flavor. It's the right amount of sweetness. Uh, and this was that the cake was absolutely like it. It, it just absolutely was perfect. It had a hint of, of moistness to it. It had a hint of dryness at the same time. I don't know if that makes sense, but it was both dry and moist in the right ways. Uh, it just it had that little hint of sweetness from the mango but then it would like it would pop once you got the mango glaze uh this i feel like this dessert for ten dollars like you could share this and you would still feel like you each got a good portion but i i'm gonna be dreaming about this cake for quite a bit just like my toki highball
2: we are now entering the part of the video where we do our ratings, but before I get into that, I do want to talk about the karate chicken that Rhino had. It was one of my favorite things at the table. I thought that it was just it was just so good. I can't really describe every flavor in that, but it was just really great. Like, I would come here for that and to grab a drink and just look out at World Showcase all day if I could. Anyway, let's get into the ratings here. For ambiance, I gave the restaurant an 8. I love the draping that's coming from the ceilings, and we got sat in the room where you can look out into World Showcase, and it's just such a beautiful view from here, so I had to give it an 8. Um, the presentation and preparation of all the food, I'm going to give a 10 because I think everything looked so beautiful when I came out of the kitchen. Uh, it every is like the most beautifully plated food I've seen in a very long time. Uh, quality and taste i'm giving it a nine but that's because i might be just a trash person that wanted more spicy mayonnaise and like more crunchiness to certain things but i feel like if i would have gotten more spicy mayonnaise maybe this would be a 10 but everything really was so fresh and was just it was very flavorful i just i love spicy mayonnaise okay um service i'm giving it a 10 our service here has been amazing. Every cast member we've come in contact with has just been absolutely phenomenal. Um, so I have to give that 10. My lowest score is going to be the cost. I have it at 6. Everything here is very pricey. Um, so if I came here on my own, I would pick and choose. Like slim pickings, probably like two things off the menu to eat but maybe even one but the prices here are very up there but it has to do with the quality of the food the quality is really great so obviously the pricing is going to be up there but for me it's just like it crosses the line of like really expensive just for me in my opinion Um, but overall that brings me to a score of 43 points.
0: Okay, before I get to my numbering of everything, I just want to uh, bring up a couple of things that I also thought were pretty... Like, I enjoyed quite a bit. Like, I already know the Karage is something where I'd be like, Heartbeat, order that. Um, The Wagyu sliders I definitely think were very good as well, um, however they're pronounced. And um, those were enjoyable. I did not care for Erica's pancake. I'm glad that she ordered it. I would have liked the one filled with the bacon, I think. But her pancake just had a lot of... um, It was something similar if it wasn't like an eel sauce. It was a very thick sort of um, sweet sauce on top of it. And Mama doesn't like the thick sweet sauces, okay? So that's just me, but that's just flavor profile again. um, You know, Craig will keep making fun of us. You can't have enough spicy mayo. (laughs) And we said I think the thing wrong with us is we all just love spicy food so much. But um, but no, um, I would definitely try another one of those other, because there were multiple types of that pancake on there. And yeah, I would get the Japanese um, potato salad next time too. I would. So, you know what I'm going to say about this place? There's other things I'd like to try in it, which I think is a pretty good, pretty good uh, saying something about it. So, for ambiance, I'm giving it a seven and a half. Um, I don't not like the space. I do enjoy the space. i would only been in here like maybe once or twice before. Um... And it's pretty much the exact same space, I feel like. I, I mean, I'm it wasn't super recent, so I could be wrong, but it does seem like the space, when it's full, it's going to end up getting very loud because it'll get very echoey because there's a lot of, like, wooden fixtures in here. Um, so uh, it could end up being one of those places. I, I mean, I like it. The, Eric is right. You can't beat the view outside of this, especially if you're timing this right and you're watching whatever the nighttime show may be at Epcot or even just with the... Um, the lights on on uh, Spaceship Earth would be really, just really, really nice. Um, but I will say it was, it was it's pretty good. Um, so I'm giving that a 7.5. It's not a bad score. It's a good score. Um, food preparation and presentation, I give it a 9 for sure. There were some gorgeous, everything that came out I, I thought looked like very, very pretty. Um, so, uh, you know, and, and I didn't really have anything that I had where I was like, that was gross or anything like that. But that brings me to quality of taste. I have it at, like, a seven and a half. Um, I am a big fan of, like, um, Asian cuisine and things like that, and I love trying new stuff, but there is a place that is not far from here um two different locations they're owned by the same person they're both called Susuru, um and that well one is Susuru, and that is right outside of the parks and the other one is called um, juju by Susuru, and that one is located in like the winter park area of orlando but i believe they might be like have nominated for a michelin star or like michelin recommended or something like that but they do a lot of like um sort of, like, Japanese-inspired food and things like that, and um, there's a lot of items on there that kind of reminded me a lot of the stuff that we ordered today, and so, like, I feel like I got a little bit better versions there. That's not to say the food wasn't great here, because I really didn't have anything I didn't like, but, again, the karage chicken. Can't go wrong with that. So, seven and a half service 10, no question. Our server, um, which was uh, K-A-O-R-I-E, I, I wanted to ask her how you pronounce it. I don't know if it's just Corey, uh, a Um, but um, phenomenal. Um, but everybody we've talked to, the manager that was here, who came over to check on Erica's Allergy, uh, the hostess who said, you know, and then everybody was just excellent, so a 10. Um, cost, I definitely give it a 6 as well. Some of the stuff here, specifically the drinks as well, which are all, like, between, like, 18 to, like, 20-something. Like, it's definitely leaning into that more expensive side of, of things so this is not an inexpensive place to eat and uh, I know we bring that up a lot but I'm I'm cheap I'm sorry um, and I know we pay for expensive things when we want expensive things But so I'm giving it like a 6 out of 10 so for me it's a 40 out of 50 which is a 4 out of 5 which is an 8 out of 10 which is a good score so everybody back off and leave me alone It was good.
1: If you're asking me, did I ride that rhino chicken train? You're right. I did. And I don't regret it at all. That was excellent. Uh, I'll be honest. I stayed away mostly from everything that Erica had, not because I am afraid of her germs, but I I just wasn't interested in any of the things that she chose. So uh, I just I I didn't want to try it. I I didn't want to. And I stand by that. I'm okay with it. Okay, though, let's start off with my review in numbers. Uh, ambiance. I'm giving this an 8 out of 10. And I think part of the reason why I'm going to speak even more highly of this restaurant in terms of the ambiance than the others is because I spent a little bit of time in the main dining room section. Uh, as they have mentioned, we are sitting in front of the windows, in front of World Showcase, a beautiful view if that's what you want. I wish we were in the other room because it's incredible. There's an open kitchen where everything is happening. And I am a sucker for an open kitchen. If I can watch my entire meal being prepared, that's where I want to be. I want to see the sushi being rolled. I want to see the sushi being cut. I want to watch everything being cooked. I am that obnoxious person that pretends that if I can watch it happening then I can replicate it at home and I can't but I still pretend that I can and so I, yeah, if... If there's ever a chef's table, uh, open kitchen. I just want to be as close to that as possible, so I can watch it all. And then there's also these uh, these beautiful screens that are in and around the restaurant, where uh, it's kind of doing like peaceful Japanese gardens, and you see like the cherry blossoms, and it's like it feels like you're in a different world in there versus the world out here with the world showcase. So eight out of ten for ambiance. Uh, food prepping presentation this is a 10 out of 10 it could not go any other way it is just a masterful work of art here every single thing that was brought to our table felt like it had finesse it felt like everything they did with it was purposeful uh just just wonderful i mean the they served food here at the signature level even if that's not necessarily like even if this isn't going to be held on the same regard as a California Grill or a Yachtsman or any of the other signature restaurants here. It, this absolutely should be thought of in that way. Uh, that being said, with quality and taste, I'm going to give it an 8 because the things I had that I loved, they were like, they was 10 out of 10s. Uh, and then there's just a couple things like, you know, my, my Don that I just... You know, I don't, it was fine, but also I'm not gonna run back to it. So I'm just knocking a couple points off, but uh, the quality was there. Taste just didn't always hit home for me. Service, 10 out of 10, uh, arguably the best service that you'll find in all of Epcot. I'll say that four times over. I'm not going to. And then uh, for cost, I'm going to give that, I had seven written down, but I think I'm gonna be a wild card here. I'm giving it an eight. Because even though it is expensive, again, it's already what I said, this is this is a signature experience at least for me. And I know I know I could go and get sushi from a $9.99 all-you-can-eat restaurant off of $535. Uh, but it's not the same thing at all. Even you know, even some of my favorite uh, Japanese places and sushi places outside of Disney property, it's you know, the quality isn't always there. It's, you know, some. I, I still like it and it's cheaper and fits my budget more, but I would save up for this place and come back again and have, have the meal I want. I mean, eventually I want to go downstairs to, to Kumite. Now that I am done with my number scale, I believe that takes me to a 44 out of 50. And. Since some people did not care for the fact that we were doing full-blown numbers and wanted us to break it down, that would take me to an 8.8 out of 10. Or, believe it or not, a 4.4 out of 10. Who knew that 44 could divide down into 4.4? What a world we live in. Erica, I believe that would make yours a 4.3 out of 5? Did I say 4.4 out of 10? Yeah, you did. You did. I'm an right. idiot. Yeah. It's been a long meal. <laughs> it's a, yeah. I'm listen. I'm being a goofball here. So uh, yeah, uh, but you know this this guy was expensive, and we'll get to the number in just one more second here. Trying to wrap up because there's a hurricane coming our way. It's not going to hit us, but it's still on the way here. But uh, we're in the we're in the summer season here. At the restaurant, and that means that the uh, Tanabata Festival is happening. Sorry for butchering that. In Japan, people celebrate Tanabata by making decorations, attending parades, eating noodles, making wishes. Heartfelt wishes are written on colorful paper strips like this and hung on bamboo branches, brightening homes, and adding a festive air to city streets, train stations, and other public spaces. Uh, Tanabata celebrates the story of two celestial lovers uh, uh, who are separated by the Milky Way They are allowed to meet once a year on the 7th day of the 7th Lunar Month During the Tanabata Festival And we are joining in by writing our own wishes And no, I did not learn Japanese I know you might think that I learned it Since I've been masterful at the language today But no, our server was kind enough to write our wishes that they hand out at the end of the meal we get to write our wishes out and uh, she wrote ours along with our names and uh, my wish (laughs) because uh, we've been quite the piggies during this meal Mm. I said I wish that I had a bigger stomach so I could have had more and uh, now I'm realizing that that it makes me say I just wish I was bigger in general Uh, (laughs) just I meant just for this meal only it didn't translate well I apologize Uh, Erica what did you ask for world peace
2: No, I wished for a brighter future. There it is. How cute. I love that she did that and wrote it for us. It was adorable. But, yeah, a brighter future.
1: And, Rhino, I believe you uh, asked for world peace. I wished for a longer life for my friend Kim. Which is absolutely beautiful. And I also should have wished for that as well, Well, too. should
2: have.
1: I should have. For world peace. Yeah, uh, well, the world, it's... Miss It's the number one recommended movie of, uh, of all of us. Culture. Yeah, <laughs> Japanese culture. For sure. Okay. Uh, the last thing they did, uh, because, you know, the restaurant's in its grand opening. Uh, oh, man. I didn't realize the artwork, too. Like, the artwork in this restaurant is just so beautiful. Um, the coasters. So, the coasters are all so well designed and done. Um, the The bunny here is part of the mural on the front if I remember correctly so just really wonderful and then this bunny in this design uh, it's all, if I remember correctly she said it was part of uh, a manga that goes back like the oldest manga in Japanese 200 years uh, ago that was part of it so it's represented on the on the coasters that you can get here, which is really neat, and it's also on the back of our stamp card. So we got stamped for the summer season, and uh, if we come back every single season to try out the food, then uh, eventually we get our uh, our uh, whatever we get at the end of it. I don't think they know yet. I'm, you know, it's Denny's probably open. It's a cookie out there, so <laughs> she thinks she saw this and she's like, it's a cookie stroll automatically. I don't, <laughs> I don't know show. about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll check in with her on that at some point. Uh, okay, the damage at the end of the day, uh, they did put our drinks on here. So, uh, plus the annual pass discount, we got 10% off. Uh, they added on, actually, Rhino, our drinks are only $16 each. So, okay, okay, and okay. Erica got a $16 drink too. So, that was an extra $48. When all was said and done, but our amount with the three drinks plus all the food we got, the two desserts uh, came out to be two hundred eighty-one dollars sixteen cents. Uh, so quite expensive. And then after a very generous tip because the service was good, uh, John is gonna let one of us go. So because <laughs> listen, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how we're justifying this one world peace. Can we use world world <laughs> Peace? Is that an excuse? I don't know. Uh, book a vacation, please, <laughs> please. We just spent we spent way too much of the company money. That is a good point. Right now, if you do book through Dreams Unlimited Travel, or you already booked, uh, you know you could be eligible to get a Disney gift card towards your next Walt Disney World vacation. So yeah, book the vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel today. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, leave comments, questions, video suggestions in the comments section. Uh, if you are listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a rating and review when possible. And that's going to do it for myself, Rhino, and Erica here at the Japan Pavilion. Uh, we will see you again real soon for another Disney Dining Review. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry.
2: Yummy, yummy.